We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But uh, I appreciate, appreciate your time um, uh, today, um, George. It was a uh, welcome you know, message off uh, Norman during the week, just saying that you were willing to give us some time to just talk about uh, your time at Newcastle, but uh, particularly the um, the game against Man United, which we'll come to in a in a short while. Uh, just just to let you know what we we do, we, we we're part of um, a sort of a, a podcast for a fanzine called True Faith. And, oh, yeah. and what what we, what we do is we just always pick old games. Um, what what we try to call bet, better days. And uh, yeah, and, and and talk about them and just you know and put them out to the listeners. So um, you know to go back. Before my time's a bit of a challenge for me because obviously I didn't go then. I wasn't born till '78, but, um, oh, but you know, I've swatted up a little bit on it, and uh, I know I know a bit of my history. So fingers crossed, we can uh, we can get through it. Um, first of all, I mean, f- the first question really for you, George, is: um, yeah. Do you still follow Newcastle? Do you still look out for the results oh. and go to the games? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm on news now in Newcastle every day at work, just checking up on what's happening and uh, following all the time. I, I, I can't eat before the game when they're on the telly. I thought, right, I don't watch them on a full stomach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been in Newcastle since I think my first game I went to was about six, and that's it. Once you're into them, you're hooked, aren't you? So, well, well, this is it. So, six. Yeah. Go on, George. Sorry. I was going to say. I mean, the, the thing is, we don't we don't ask for much, do we? I mean, we don't win a lot, but you you just want to be entertained and hope that you're going to do something. And uh, like I said, there's been a lot of high moments. Well, along our way. Yeah. Well, well. If you said your first game was six, obviously, you know, you were born in. Um, it was fifty-four, wasn't it? You were born fifty-four. Yeah. So, can you remember much about your first game at all, George? All I remember, because when I, I looked it up, uh, it was uh, was six. We were Brighton five nil. Right. And all I can remember, I was in the Leeds end. I was right down in the front. Brighton played in all white, and we won five nil. And that's it. Well, that's that's a massive coincidence because my my first game was also a five nil win. It was nineteen eighty eight. It was uh, when Paul Gascoigne was still at the club, so um, yeah. so you had a good introduction. I had a brilliant introduction, and it's probably been downhill since. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you, you touched on um, obviously supporting the club now, which is great to hear. Um, yeah. So what was it like? Because you know you, you signed for Newcastle as a junior. I think you were fifteen when you signed. Is that right, George? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I 
remember I was at a trial match and Joe Harvey was there. And after, after the trial game, it was me, another lad, Steve Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said to me, how old are you, George? I said, oh, 16. He said, right, I'll, I'll be signing you. Will you be an apprentice? I thought, bloody hell, what? <laughs> 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 I thought, great. Oh, that's brilliant. You don't have to worry about the exams now. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, of course. And, uh, oh, that was it. I mean... I was just talking about the other day some, to some of my mates at work. I can remember the first time I pulled on a Newcastle shirt, mm-hmm. uh, junior game, up at Hunter's Moor. Right. I was sat in the, the changing room, put the black and white shirt on, and I just looked down at the badge, and I've, I've never felt so proud in all my life. Will you give me goosebumps, George? Because uh, Honestly, it yeah. was. I thought, this is what it's all about. I've got a black and white shirt on. <laughs> It was, uh, it was unbelievable. So, so obviously you were a massive supporter. That's that's evident. You yeah. were, you were going from you were six. So the same for Newcastle. Obviously the the caliber of the players who were there at the time. We'll we'll, we'll touch on the on some of them in a, in a bit. But yeah. was it just a case of you know did you have confidence in your own own ability that you would make the grade, or was it just a case of you just were playing for Newcastle and you didn't care how far you got? How, how did you feel at the time? No, it was just seemed to get taken along from the right. You know, I, I was. Just, Always good at school, at sport, and one thing just sort of led to another. Right. Uh, I got picked up. The story behind how I got picked up is the local postman was a Sunderland supporter, right. and and the uh, the rep for one of the cigarette companies was uh, a Newcastle scout. Right. And he said, "Oh, you should be checking out this lad. You know, this local lad." And mm-hmm. that's how it came about. And I got trials there, and it went on from there. And it just. You seem to get carried along. It goes in stages because when you're an apprentice, it's a question, right? Will I get signed full time? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's because when I was there, there was a lot of good lads didn't didn't make the grade. I mean, I I never made the grade where I made hundreds and hundreds of games, but I got signed signed on. And I saw a lot of good lads didn't make it. Yeah. And uh, then I got signed on, and it's it, yeah, it's just where it took you. So, so, was, so what was your style then, George? What what, what was your style? <laughs> yeah, good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, centre forward. I was, I, yeah, I thought I was quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it turned out I was good in the air. Right. I was, uh, yeah. So so would you say you were more of a, would it be uh, underestimating your ability to say you, you were a bit of a target man or could you play on the deck as well what, what was your well, if, like if you could compare yourself play, yeah yeah I like to think I could play on the deck because as a centre forward you know I, I'm not a big strong lad mm-hmm. uh, when I was at Newcastle the coach of the junior team there Jeff Allen right. uh, did a, did a write up on the paper on this and he says he compared this to Alan Clark the bleeds right okay that's he a good said, one. I, never, I never saw him as a young lad, but he said, I've got a she's double here, the way he runs and plays. And, uh, and I, can, I can see that. Right. That's, that's, that, that's uh, yeah. a compliment of the highest order, that. And that must have yeah, given you a real yeah. buzz as a, as a young lad, yeah? Yeah. So, oh, so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so after that, then, obviously, you were the juniors for a couple of years. And yeah. uh, I've just swatted up there. And I, I, I believe you, you, did you sign professional terms when you literally turned 18? Is that how it come about? <laughs> I turned 18 yeah and it's I mean that was a great day mm-hmm. and uh, what did I yeah I said I think you'll be on £37 a week George <laughs> so was that that would have been a lot of money then then yeah well it was 
was for me. Yeah. I, I, when, I, when I joined Newcastle as an apprentice uh, at 16, my wage was £4 a week. Right. But I got expenses for me trained because I used to get the training to work every day. <laughs> I'm assuming you were still at the parents back then as well, yeah, as a kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, mean, I mean, in those days, it's... It was, you had to play for the first team to make some money because it was yeah. all down to parents, parents' money and gate money and all different bonuses. And I mean, I don't begrudge the players now, but you know you don't have yeah. to play to be making the money. Well, but then you then you did. You had an incentive for getting the first team. This is this is it. Well, that, that comes yeah. to me brings me perfectly to the next question, George, because you you, you came into the side of uh, at Leicester. Your debut was at Leicester City, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. um, was it was it a, a, a straight replacement for Supermac or? Yeah, I mean it, it was a bolt out of the blue. I, you know, I hadn't been training with the first team, nothing. I, I turned up Friday morning at Scotswood for training uh, after me hour long hour long train ride in. Right. And, and Joe Harvey just says, what, what, "What's a word?" I said, "Right." He says, "Right, George, uh, you're playing tomorrow." <laughs> right. So I said, "What?" <laughs> Since you're playing tomorrow at Leicester, uh, have you got your stuff? Because well, we're stopping overnight. I said, well, no, everything's at home. He said, right, get yourself home. So I had to go to the train, got the train back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, mother said, what the hell are you doing here? Mm-hmm. I said, I'm playing tomorrow at Leicester. She says, give over, what are you doing? I said, no, I need my overnight stuff. So I got that and got wow. back to the ground, got back to the ground and just as we were ready to pull out. Right. And it's, Question, all right, George, we need photographs of you getting on the bus and this, that and the other. Oh, bloody hell, it was all, it was all whirlwind. Brilliant, that. Yeah. Brilliant. So, so, obviously, you know, we had a great start of the season then. I believe we were second from the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were up there. We had a good team. And, uh, I mean, that night I, I roomed with Irving Natras. And right. I, can always, I can always remember me pre-match meal the next day. Stay, I couldn't really eat it. I was choking on it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then when I got to the ground, it was inside the ground. There was telegrams and everything from everyone. Nice. It was lovely. But no, I enjoyed it. We we, we had a good team, and uh, I wasn't phased by it. In fact, it, it was brilliant to play with you know better players and mm-hmm. on a good ground and atmosphere. And I, mm-hmm. oh, I thought this is it. This is fantastic. And, yeah. Uh, Peter Shilton denied us on the day from getting a goal, but ah uh, oh, wow, Shilton was in goal then, right? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I went to celebrate. I thought I'd scored. Right. One of, the, one of these headers going over him, but he arched his back and tipped it over the bar, and that was it. Was that the only sniff of the game? Oh no, I had another uh-huh. sniff in the first half. Mm-hmm. I followed up a shot, mm-hmm. the rebound, and that's all I can remember of the game. But it was uh, we played well. I, th- I think it was Keith Della scored for them. Right. Seems to ring a bell. Right. So, well, we'll go down 1-0. I, I suppose that the whole purpose of uh, th- this conversation, George, it's a, it's a great, great story. You know, we, yeah. we play we play Man United um, in, 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 well, what, next week now. Christ has come around quick. Yeah. But uh, we'll play them next yeah. week. And, uh, you know, as I say, we always try and dip back to olden days. Now, 17th of November 1973, mate, you were 19. And yeah. uh, you've you've kept your place in the side. We we're up against uh, Manchester United team now. Obviously, everyone knows of George Best. They know of yeah. uh, Charlton, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I've just had a quick glance at the team sheet. Um, you know, I, I probably I probably don't need to tell you this, but I'm in awe here because you've got George Best, you've got uh, Lou Macari, 
You've yeah. got uh, Jimmy Greenhoff, and you've also got Brian Kidd, and then you've then, yeah. then you've got George Graham, who I really didn't know played for Man United, but that's the lad who ended up managing yeah. uh, managing Arsenal and Spurs. Yeah, he, he scored actually. So, so paint the picture for us then, uh, George. It's your home debut. You know, there's forty thousand yeah. there. Um, you know, you, tell us, tell us, you know, what your thoughts were and, and how you believe the game went. Uh, well, we played really. Uh, started off, uh, I mean, the first we scored the first goal. Remember, we got a free kick, and Terry Hibbert took it on the right hand side. Uh-huh. And it was one of those. I just sort of looked at him, and he looked at me, and he knew. I thought, right, just put it in that spot there, and mm-hmm. he put it in that spot, and. I, Run on diving head and hit Stepney's knees and yeah. Tommy Tommy Cassidy knocked on the rebound. Have you uh, have you watched it back? You you probably have watched it back, George. Have you? That's a silly question. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously I had to educate myself on the game and what I love about the commentator is after the after the goal by Cassidy, his and I'll quote him word for word. He says a lot of the good work was done by Newcastle's nineteen-year-old centre forward George Hope. Now that's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant. Oh yeah, and then. They started knocking it about a bit. I mean, they had a poor team in those days. I think they went down that year. But they, right. they had some good players and they could play a bit. Mm-hmm. And then we went 2-1 down. And you're thinking, oh, we lost last week, we're losing this week. Everyone mm-hmm. be thinking, God, I wish we had Supermark back or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. But then uh, we turned around second half. Uh, like I say, we got back to all square. Uh, Cassidy again after a... Tommy Gibb round he knocked it across and yeah. Tommy knocked it in. It was two two and then mm-hmm. yeah, then, then came the winning goal from the from the corner. Well was, again, just for the listeners' benefit, you know, we're attacking we're attacking the Gallagher end then. I mean uh, to be fair, yeah. it was all about the Leaser's end back then, wasn't it? That was the main Yeah, that's that's where I went, yeah. I right. never understand why they went on about the Gallagher because the <laughs> end were... You're showing your ears now, sing- George. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the singing end, wasn't it? It, it was. That's where, yeah, but still Gallagher end. Um, you know, if if it's good enough for um, the likes of Keegan to score on his debut at the Gallagher end, it's good enough for George Hope. You know what I'm saying? So, so oh, yeah. I've looked it up. Your memory is probably better than mine, but I've just got the benefit of the the TV footage, and it looked as if it was a well worked corner. Um, I couldn't make out well, who put the cross in. Would that have been Hibbert? T- t- Terry Hibbert. Yeah. Terry Hibbert, right? Yeah, and then and then yeah. it seemed it seemed to hang in the air, but you you sort of you didn't just head it. You sort of Control and directed it into the corner of the net. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when it went in, I thought, bloody hell! It was one of those that you had to wait to see. I thought, Christ, I've scored. So, <laughs> uh, is, is that why you? Is that why you, your celebration was a little bit sort of subdued? Would you not subdued, but just a little bit disbelief? You just. Yeah, we, we didn't have celebrations in those days. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't, you just, that's all you did. Hands up, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah there was none of the, these uh, pre-planned celebrations that you get now. But, but, but still, you know, you scored you scored the winner for Newcastle on your debut yeah. against Manchester United. How did your night go? Or is that a silly question? <laughs> well, it was, it was, well, after the game, yeah. it was funny because... Diana Ross came into the uh, changing rooms, wanted to meet us and shake my hand. And then uh, Frank Clark says they want to interview, want to interview you, George, on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said, I said, no, do it. I said, no, go on, go on. I said, no, I don't, I don't really want to do it. He says, you get twenty five pounds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I said, all right, I'll go on. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. So... Yeah, yeah. So I did that, and then, yeah, yeah, that night, back home in the village in Edinburgh, went out, and it, it was funny, though, because it was one of those things, I think, well, if you act like a bloody idiot, so yeah. you've got big head, mm-hmm. and if you're all quiet, you think, what's up with him? Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't really know how to act, but, yeah. Uh, no, 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 it was, yeah, it was a good night, and it's, it's still the same when I go home now, bloody, you know, it's, it's, it, they tell the grandbends now. So no, this is him. This is that's George Hope. You know, I tell you, Rob got that goal. Yeah. Well, that's just it's it's just unbelievable. I mean, like I say, in no disrespect to you, but obviously it's not my era. But um, you know, reading up on it and then thinking, it doesn't matter who you. You've pulled on the black and white shirt. You've scored on your home debut, and the fact that you, it's against arguably the biggest club in in, in well, possibly the world. Who well, you tell me? That's that, that's 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 what made it. Who I was yeah. playing, wasn't it? Yeah. No, if it'd be in Southampton or Bournemouth or somewhere like that, it wouldn't be mentioned, but it's Man United, it's George Man United. Best. And yeah, it's yeah. like I live down here in York now, and I mean, there's, there's loads of Leeds fans down here like, is this? Oh, this is the bloke scoring this. <laughs> <Man United. laughs> well, well, the following yeah. week then, George, I mean, you, you know, I'm just starting up really just to remind you, but you probably yeah. know the, the full career, but... We'll go down to go to some part and play out a one-one draw. You, you kept your, your players in the side again, yeah. And then, and then um, it looks as if Pop Robson came into the side for Supermark. Were you disappointed, or was, or was it well, an no, injury no, at your I, end, or it was an injury? Uh, right. I wasn't injured in the game, but on on the way on the way home, we stopped off for a meal, and when I, I tried to get out with a chair, I was like, my back's bloody killing us. And I, I, I pulled a muscle in my back, and. Uh, there was a midweek game, I think it was a Texaco Trophy or something like that. Right. Uh, which I would have been played with, but I couldn't. I was, you know, pulled the muscle on my back and I was out for a couple of weeks. Then basically, once I got fit again, it was one of those, everyone else was fit. Right. You know, Super Mac was back. Yeah, and, yeah. And Tudor, and uh, there was Keith Robson then as well. Right. Uh and Paul Canell, so basically that was that was it. But you, well, you, you say that, but towards the end of yeah. the season, you came back for another uh, three well, week games. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the season, I got some games as well. Uh, but I was stuck out in the wing then because ah, right. Super Mac and Judah were playing, and I was like right wing. Right, which uh, not it's not right wing, but uh, it was still nice to play. Well, well, I've just you know again looking, looking up the fixtures. Um, we're, we're end of season form in the league was absolutely atrocious, to be honest. But I think yeah, yeah. I think there was some clear distractions with the FA Cup run. But um, yeah. you know, you played and we beat Everton at home again in front of forty five thousand. So you know, yeah. and and you know, and forgive us if I'm incorrect, but I don't think you ever substituted. So you must have done okay. Yeah, I did all right. <laughs> <laughs> is, is a, a part time winger. Yeah, they didn't have any substitutes then, so we had to be careful. Ah, right, okay, mate. So that, that makes yeah. it all, and forgive forgive me for that. But uh, yeah, you only had, you only had twelve players then. That's right. why it was harder, so much harder to get into the team. Right, it wasn't a, a squad game then, was it? You were just uh... well, you had about sixteen or seventeen players, and mm-hmm. on the Saturday, if you, I mean, you didn't have a substitute goalie for a kickoff. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, so, so yeah, it, it, at that point, then you 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 three games towards the end of that season. I mean. It was it was good timing in a sense because the, the city must have been absolutely buzzing. I just reached the cup final. Yeah. What's what's yeah. your what's your memories of the cup? I mean, obviously you, you weren't in the team, but did you get to the games? No. Were you there as a supporter or? or no, no, I was playing. I was like, I, I can remember 
biggest memories in the semi-final yeah. against Burnley, the Super Mac. Yeah. Uh, I can still see it now, and you know the through ball and the yeah. bouncy pitch, and him just knocking it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's. <laughs> And, and that's it. We've had nothing since then. Oh, we? yeah. yeah. A couple of little sniffs, but not nothing worth... I mean, it's amazing that uh, people still, you know, talk about that semi-final is, you know, like winning yeah. a trophy. Such was the atmosphere and uh, the way we, you know, Hibbert's bought a supermarket, as you yeah. say. And, uh, well, you know... But I saw us win the, the first cup in 69. Right. Mm-hmm. I was 15 then. I watched, it, I watched all the European games then. And I can't believe that's the last thing we won, 69. As many times I've said, Christ, I hope I see us win something before we die again. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we're all in the same boat, unfortunately, George. So, it's, uh, so, so obviously, the, the cup final, I mean, were you there as a spectator? Did you manage to get a ticket? I'm assuming they're like no. gold dust. No, I wasn't there. Mm. Probably a good thing in hindsight, though. Yeah, yeah we didn't really... T- Turn up. I mean, Liverpool, good team, and yeah, we never really turned up, but we made it there, which uh, is more we can say of what's happening at the moment. We yeah, seem this to is it. Be putting the cups to one side, and yeah, yeah. Well, the, the summer, uh, 1974, um, yeah. Mickey Burns came in. Yeah. Now, at that point, you've already mentioned the, the strikers you had to um, compete against. What was your thoughts when another big signing came in? I mean, was it a case of Still going to try and get a, a place, or did you then think, you know, I'm 20 now, do I need to start looking elsewhere? What were your thoughts? Well, you, you expected Newcastle to buy players in, and yeah. they did buy a lot of players in then, and it was just a question, right, let's see what what happens. Yeah. Uh, and nothing happened, basically, it was in the reserves all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, which isn't as nice once you played the first team. Exactly. Were, you, were, you, were you scoring though, George? Were you, were you grabbing goals for the reserves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scoring a few goals. But uh, like you say, when you got Super Mac and Tudor and Mickey Burns and all them, yeah. you know, and like you say, they didn't seem to get injured like they got these days. They're changing <laughs> the players all around all the time. It's, you know, it's settled teams. You could name, well, in fact, I could name every team in the... Premier League from one to eleven because they the were numbered from one to eleven, yeah. and the teams the teams were virtually the same every week exactly. for every cl- for every club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that was it. And at the end of the season, it was, was a question. Well, no, we're, we're going to let you go, right? But I got, I got an offer to go to Charlton Athletic. They wanted to sign us, and right. going down there, mm-hmm. uh, down there a year and a half, and. Mm-hmm. Ended up on loan in York City, where I am now. Right. Uh, and that's a couple of years at the end of York, same thing. End of my contract, he said, well, I can get you fixed up here. And you think, wait a minute, it's a bit of a merry-go-round now. And you, you think, every, you were living year to year. Right. Because you didn't know if you are going to get a contract the next year. And it was a bit, I thought, I don't know what to do. I thought I was just... just I'll get a proper job and uh, play football part-time. Right. Anyway, I got a job at Roundtree's, the local factory. I'd been there a week, and the FA went to She said, this bloke wants you to go to Belgium for a trial. Right. And the, miss, the missus says, come on, we'll go. Might as well, nothing to lose. And there's me and this other lad from York. And ended ended up getting... I got signed up. <laughs> ended up staying there five years. 
Yeah, well, I've never heard of the first team. Is it Wessel Sport? Wessel Sport, yeah. It was just a small team. Right. Local team. Uh, there was a question. I worked for the sponsor and played for their uh, for his team. Their team. But you were there, you were there, was it four years? No, it wasn't, was it? Was it six? Was, well, I was four years at Wessel and then I moved to... Ghent. 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 Right. Uh, had a year there. And then it was a question logger. I need to get home. Right. <laughs> you know, get a proper job. And uh-huh. uh, we had our, our first son there. So I thought it's time to settle down. So so did, you, had, did you settle I, down I, in I New York? Yeah, yeah. I married New York, your girl. Uh-huh. Dawn, that's why I end, ended up in New York. And that's why I'm still here now. Right. So let's try and... Um... Recap then, George. Obviously, you've played, yeah. you've played, and you've you know, not many people can say there's been they've played on the same side as Supermac and Tudor tu- yeah. and Terry Hibbert, etc. In your in your opinion, uh, who would who who stood out? I mean, there's probably some obvious ones I've mentioned, but there's any any players where you just you know you were you know that impressed that you just had to stand still and watch them play? You tell me. Oh, oh I tell you, what, I love watching. and play with them. Jinky Jimmy Smith. Right. Uh huh. Hey. He was so cool. <laughs> the, the things I think he used to drive Joe Harvey nuts because he tried to do a nutmeg on his own six-yard box before he cleared it. <laughs> but he was he was he was uh, very silky. Was Jinky right? Yeah, I love watching him. And obviously, Supermac was the obvious. He was as a striker. But mm-hmm. before him, there was a uh, big wind, Davis. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, we had Pop Robson. Was also from the same area as me. He was a hex and love pop. Right. Used to score us a lot, a lot of goals. And I think that's what's Newcastle missing now. Someone can get us a goal out of nothing. Well, I think it's uh, been staying with the face for a couple of years now, isn't it? But that's. Yeah. Uh... I don't want. I don't want to depress myself or you talking about the modern day. To be honest, it's uh, <laughs> it's quite bleak, isn't it? What 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 was um what was uh, Moncur like as a captain? Oh, he was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was a great captain. Uh, you know, for the club as well, and great ambassador. Well, he is an ambassador, yeah. was, isn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and a real nice bloke, great leader. Uh, <clears throat> in fact, I, I met him a couple of years ago. I went up to see a game when they were in the championship, uh, mm-hmm. and I bought tickets for me. My me, me daughter's live in London. I said, Come on, I'm off this weekend. We went up, and I didn't know she had arranged with someone. He said, look, my dad used to play for them because anything you do to make a bit special. And they never mentioned anything. And when we got there, we had to park up. We changed with tickets and we got fresh tickets. And he said, I said, You're, I've got to ask for someone. Bobby works in the bar up there. And uh, she was asking people, is there a bo-? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, she said, I phoned him. And then he turned up. I said, you never told me it's Bobby Monker. <laughs> and, and it was there. Uh, Foggin as well. Oh, yes. It was, yeah. it was great to see because he was there. And, mm-hmm. and I said, This is Alan Foggin, and he scored in the first cup final. Right. And Bobby says, Wait a minute, George, I scored it three. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 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 Alan, um, he used to run a, a pub where I'm from, a pub called the Simon Side Arms. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when we used to go in, I was just in awe, you know. I've never seen him play, obviously never seen you play or Superman yeah. or like that, but you still, if it's in your blood, you, you, you want to, you want to speak to people who've made a massive impact in, in your castle's history, you know. Um, when Alan came onto the scene, they were my heroes. I mean, right. I used to get the, uh, the pink every night. Yeah? Because, yeah, yeah, read the reports and mm-hmm. it was... 
was the first time they put a couple of local lads in. There was him and Keith Dyson. Right. And I, oh, I, I was willing them every week to, to bloody score, to do something. I thought, oh, this is fantastic. You know, yeah. there's some local lads yeah. to shout for. And uh, they, did, they did great. Fantastic. And uh, like I said, they ended up with the first cup. Well, this is it. The last trophy, and here we are now. What, what is it? It'll be, is it 50 years next year? I was 69, wasn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> well, I turned 40 this year. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's like it's, it's engraved into us. And, you know, I, I was brought up in it. Well, to be honest, once Gas, Gascoigne left, we were relegated the following season when uh, yeah. when an old teammate of yours, Woody McFall, he was a manager, manager at the start of the season. But it was uh, yeah. it was Jim Smith who ended up taking us down. But um, yeah. For them, for a couple of years, it was it was it was bleak. You know, the tenants were fallen. Um, it was only when Kevin Keegan came back as manager where things picked up, as you as you know. Um, oh, they were great, weren't they? The Keegan years. Did, did you did you did you ever see Keegan? I know you were over in Belgium at the time, but you know, were were you sort of did you try and get back and see Keegan play for Newcastle? Did you get over or? No, no, I didn't. I've got right. all the videos though, all them right. seasons. Uh-huh. I mean, they're un- they're unbelievable when you watch them. You can't believe how the football we played. Yeah. It's uh, and like I say, hopefully those times will come back. Hopefully, hopefully they will. <laughs> you, you, you mentioned you mentioned players at the, at the club when you were there. Um, yeah. Who would you say you enjoyed watching since you've sort of retired and you can watch football on the TV more? Who, any standout players? Well, it's, it's going back to the Keegan areas. Yeah. It's, I used to love Ginola. Yeah, brilliant. And we had him. Well, yeah, Shearer and Ferdinand. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, bloody hell, I forgot to mention Shearer. How long have we been in this conversation? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's the ultimate, wasn't he? You know, he could do everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, you've obviously the Keegan years. And, 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 what, and what about, you know... Other players, you know, I mentioned Gascoigne, he was at Newcastle, he was probably the best player in the world at the start of yeah. the 90s. Um, w- w- any other players where you, you, you know, you, you really enjoyed watching play? Uh, yeah, Gascoigne was a great player. I mean, I, I keep going back all the... Suti Suddick, Alan Suddick, do you remember him? That's uh, before your time. Right, I know the name. <laughs> He's another one of these slinky midfielders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I think most of the players I'm thinking of are from that Keegan era. Yeah, you can pick any anyone out of that team. I just mm-hmm. love the whole team. Mm-hmm. Did did you did you you know you obviously being a, lo- a local lad and you you mentioned yeah. the local lads coming through. What, what what were your memories of the likes of uh, Lee Clark and Howie and you know Watson and all them coming through? Was that sort of a joy for you as well because you've been there and oh, done yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never realised when I played. You know. People got off on it being, a, you know, a local lad scores winning goal and that. But you do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like now they're crying out, I wish we'd put some of the local lads in who were trying to get into the team now, you know, like Longstaff and yeah. uh, Con Roberts. You know, mm-hmm. they, they seem to be, give, them, give them a chance. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they did brilliant. Unless you try them, you don't know, do you? Well, this is it. This and, and uh, that's perfect time again because if you don't try um, another career as well, you'll never know. And, and what's this? They tell me about you being um, a bit of an actor in a in a TV drama, playing the field. What was that all about? Oh, that was dumb. Well, my daughter used to play football. Right. Uh, she played for Leeds United ladies, and 
she actually ended up playing for England. England oh, brilliant! Okay. Under under seventeen, but her first love was acting. Right. Uh, and through that, there was a extras thing came up. Where I actually had to play a referee. Right. I think that, I think they cut it out because I think I overegged it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give a penalty, and that's it. I think I overdid it. I thought, oh, gosh. And when I watched the pro, I thought I didn't show that bit. Ah, <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Well, see, see, I've been the, the best research. I don't know whether you know the lads on nufc.com. Um, Biffa, the lad who runs it, he's um, and obviously the the club historian Paul Yuana. Um, yeah. They've written a, a book called The Ultimate Who's Who, and it's just every player between eighteen eighty one and two thousand fourteen. Yeah. And because because I've got that information from this book, they've obviously went to some extensive research, but they haven't. They sadly haven't mentioned that it didn't make the cut though. <laughs> Ah right, I'm with you. That's where Robert is. I'm with you. Yeah. So, so do you do you intend to get back to St James at some point this season, George? Or oh, the problem I've got the job I'm in now in in, in car sales. And right. I work most weekends. Mm-hmm. Three weekends out of uh, four I work. So right. A fourth weekend because I hope that there's a game on and try and get a ticket, but. Yeah, follow them all the time. I, you know, mm-hmm. even at work, I've got every phone on the alert, and there's somebody calling us in. Yeah, so it'll never leave you, will it? I mean, no, no. There's there's players who I'm not going to name names, but players who were brought up Geordie, supported the club, played for the club, but then don't really seem to show half as much interest as what you clearly do. You know, so it's it's always nice oh. to hear local lad doing well, pulling on the shirt, but still still a fanatic by the sounds of it. You just can't get the oh, game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I've got I've got my girls. They're they're into Newcastle as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I say, yeah, I wish I could get over there more often because uh, it's it's a great place, great great ground, great atmosphere. Yeah, especially if we're doing well. It's... Well, you you took the words out of your mouth, and, and this is probably going to be my final question, George. And let's not try and yeah. let's not try and bring everyone down who's going to listen to this. But yeah, what what's what's if you could you know summarize. The state of the club, you know, is it all about Mike Ashley not not uh, backing the right man, or does it does it you know is it deeper than that, in your opinion? Well, we need someone to put money into the club to invest in players, and yes. it, it, it is. And if it's Ashley, I mean, he has helped them out one way, you know, sort out the debts and that. But and I think he's just relying on Rafa, yeah, to make sure we, we don't go down. He's, he's to me, he seems to be too much of a businessman, which he is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he likes making money and profit. And can, but the Premier League's not like that, and right. supporters aren't bothered about you know balance sheets. Not. On. We just want something to, to, you know, a bit of hope. That's all yeah. we want. Mm-hmm. A bit of hope. I think, mm-hmm. Christ, even if we don't do out in the league this year, come, I mean, we're not trying in the cups now, which is so. So disappointing. Well, the, the sad thing, George, is we've got Blackburn next week um, yeah. at, at home, and you know as well as I do, whenever a cup d- d- uh, games come round, you, you would probably add more people to the attendance, the, the, the average yeah. gear. But now the, the, it's sort of lost its sort of appeal, and there's even talk of um, you know supporters deliberately staying away, you know, to try and get it Ashley, and it's yeah. it's frustrating. You just don't know right from wrong now, and I think that I think the crux of it is is. Newcastle cannot move forward until that that bloke's gone. Uh, you know. All 
also what the problem is is the how the Premier League's got with the the money that's on offer. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, you've got this very very top clubs talking about yeah, it'd be great if we finish fourth. You know, not about winning stuff, just finishing fourth, and mm-hmm. then the the rest of the league is about just stopping up. Yeah. Because yeah. there's, there's too much money to lose, mm-hmm. and, I, and I fear if we if we went down, I don't think we'd come straight back. I think we were so lucky to get straight back up last time. Yeah, you know you've got Leeds going great guns now, but they've been out, they've been out in the Premier League for fifteen years. Wow, when you put it like that, yeah, you yeah. know, and they've they were you know going for European glory and everything, and it's. Yeah. You can so easy get in that slippery slope. I mean, we've been there before. And we don't want it to happen again. You just want to see the club just grow and grow, get get some money thrown in, get top players, mm-hmm. and the players will take off. Well, well, this is it. it it's happening under Keegan uh, as yeah. a player and a manager. You know, Bobby Robson as well. Um, yeah. Have the right man yeah. and batting correctly. We might, we might just get that trophy you mentioned. You know, we, we yeah. might just do it. Well, Bobby got sacked for being fifth. Oh well, that, that's that's. I think me and you need to have another podcast, George. I, th- I really, really do. Because oh, you, you, you know, I think it was blatantly obvious. Um, people above him, uh, you know, sort of undermined him. You know, but hey, Bobby Rob, Robbie Robson was fantastic for the club. And, yeah, God bless him. Uh, God bless him indeed. And just, just to sort of conclude, George. Um, yeah. It's been a pleasure speaking to you, mate. And, you know, you obviously know you, you know your stuff. You're not just here to tell us about you know that day. But hey, mate, not many people can see the score to win and goal against Man United, mate. So very, very well done. And uh, I hope you still, I hope you still get uh, plenty of beers when you're out and about on that, mate. Because even though it was before my time, mate, I'd, I would definitely buy her a pint, mate, for that. So very, oh, right, very, very well done. But stay in touch, George, mate. I know you, you alluded to trying to get up for the game. Um, yeah. I'll be in touch, mate. We'll try and sort something out. Um, oh, right, it, it, would be, it would be good to come up and uh, look, look after you. So, yeah, definitely. And uh, pass, pass on the best of the family and all the best for next year. And fingers crossed, mate, um, we're a little bit happier come here. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.